Hello, everyone out there. Uh, we're filming another podcast for uh, questions from the sermon this past Sunday. Um, I'll confess to you that we've already done this once today. Um, with We actually have Pastor Sean, Pastor Joey, and Pastor Andrew sitting on the couch. Um, but there was a issue with the recording, so we're starting over, and it's me and uh, Joey. So we'll take the questions that we've got uh, for this week. You and can't get everybody both times. No, everyone's yeah. scattered at this point. So we'll do what we we'll do the best of what we got. Hopefully, we'll try to answer them as best as we did the, the first time around. So, first question, um, just to give a little bit of context, we kicked off our Genesis series this week, um, starting off in Genesis one, and Pastor Sean uh, preached on um, the creation of everything. So how God spoke the universe into existence and um, did a great job of hitting, I think, the essentials of what um, you need to believe as as a Christian who believes that God's word is authoritative, um, and um, allowing some room for there to be disagreement on what the non-essentials of creation are. But we'll start with the first question here: If Jesus is eternal, why is he referenced as the firstborn of creation in Colossians one fifteen? What does firstborn mean here? Yep, that's that's a good question. The um, I paused there because I was looking to see if you were going to keep going on or not. I didn't know if you were going to answer the question that you posed yourself. I, could, then the, I, I wouldn't need you here. That's true. That'd be a, a nice podcast to, Just me to try out. To yeah, I do that a lot anyway. Um, I, and so it, it's it's not appropriate to think of it genealogically, um, and so it's it's not that um, that Christ was. Uh, uh, created by God, uh, the way that, that which you, is, this is the that's the verse that people go to that want to deny the the eternal nature of yeah Christ yeah absolutely they go to this passage they see he was a created being yeah and 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 so they uh, and so it's it's a it's a good strategic question to ask and it's an important question to ask and and this is uh, um, essentially I, I think the answer to the question is within the text itself. So it says he's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him, and he's before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he's the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. And so... um uh, this essentially is uh, us seeing Christ as the heir of the things of of God, and so 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 Christ, um, uh, through his life, his death, his resurrection. I mean, we see this time and time again. Uh, God has has given God the Father has given Christ uh, authority in all things in heaven and on earth. He he has received all of that, and. Um, uh, and as the um, essentially the firstborn, even in ancient Near East culture, they would receive uh, things that the other kids didn't didn't receive, right? And, and this is where the, the analogy would break down if we were to think of Jesus as a kid, because he's not obviously. But the the author is using that language because the the audience know what they're talking. They would Im- talking he would immediately know. Yeah, the, it's the, a legal standing, not necessarily an order standing. Exactly, um, and the beauty of it is we benefit um, from Christ being the firstborn, and and so we um, 
re- receive uh, uh, a bodily resurrection the way Christ have has a bodily resurrection. Uh, we we get we get benefits because Christ is the firstborn born of creation, uh, eternally and bodily rising from the dead. Those of us who are in Christ being one of those benefits, which is what that Colossians one text is is getting at. Um, but uh, in regards to eternality, the answer to that question is within Colossians chapter one itself, and and we see that Jesus is active in creation. Um, Jesus is. Creator, it, it would be appropriate to say that Jesus is Creator um, of all things as well. And so, I think that's piece of, a piece of what, when in John chapter one, when he says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God," he's tying that into creation. The first verse of the Bible is, "In the beginning, like God was there yeah. in all forms of the Trinity at the beginning of time, um, yep. and they are co-eternal together." Absolutely. Um, second question here. What are the essentials in regards to the doctrine of creation, and what are the finer points in which there is room for Christian brothers and sisters to disagree? I mean, Sean's sermon definitely, I think, hit on the essentials. And so those six theological takeaways that I was, I think I was discussing it with you and other people, that I think he could have taken those six takeaways and made that, yeah, that could be a sermon series in and of itself. I mean, you could go on and on and on talking about that. And if he ever did a sermon series, on Genesis 1 and made those the titles to the sermons, people would walk away with a pretty thorough understanding of Genesis chapter 1, I, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, I think he did a good job combing over the essentials. Um, uh, being a six-day literal, uh, God creating the world in a literal six-day, 24-hour period and resting on the seventh day, is that essential um, to... Um, to being a, a Bible-believing Christian, uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you reject that position, I think you need to do so carefully, and you need to uh, resist the temptation of doing so so that you can kind of give a hat tip to uh, the broader culture that tries to put this pressure on uh Young Earth and six day, six literal day creationists. As far as uh, you're foolish to believe that the Earth is less than ten thousand years old. Well, why why is that? Well, the Earth looks old. Well, so yeah. what about that? You know, yeah. who, <laughs> what, what, the car, the carbon dating, all all that kind of stuff. So we we need to make sure that we're not tipping our hat to the culture to come to that position. But we need to be, I think, thoroughly convinced um, before we close our mouths on that. Um, and if we're not convinced either way, it's okay to say that, like, ah, you know, I'm not sure there, but here are my takeaways. Um, and so that that would probably be in this world of, you need to be careful, um, but it's obviously not an essential to to believe. I'm a younger, I'm a younger, six literal days, God rested on the seventh day. That's my position that I come down on. I think it's a nat more, I, I do think it's a more natural reading of Genesis 1, um, I haven't been convinced otherwise. Uh, I think um, that's kind of most of the pastoral staff here. Like, yeah, the first go around when we recorded this, um, Andrew and Sean both were leaning that direction as well, with the same type of mentality of like, if you know, if science, if we've come down on, you know, we find hard scientific proof, not theory, um, which a lot of carbon dating and all that stuff is not proof; it's, yeah. it's theory 
based off of and it's the it, it's the way that they explain macroevolution right. like it really right. is the way they explain macroevolution so i think we got to be careful of yeah. that but if science comes down and we and we see like that we have a lot like we can observe that the earth is round we can observe that the earth is yeah. a billion years old then my our worldview doesn't crumble because yeah. we know that yeah. the the bible is truth too um one of the things we said is God could have created everything in six minutes, right. I, and so it it's it's not preposterous to to believe one way or the yeah. the other. Um, I mean, we believe a dead man came back to life. Right. If there's a literal eternally, um, that's a big piece. That's to me, that's the biggest piece of it. If you believe God God created it, and that there was a literal Adam and Eve. Um, because we know there was a little Christ, and Paul speaks about Adam and Christ. Um, yeah, I've as, seen as some literal people. Yeah, I've seen some old Earth guys move toward the position of looking at the Genesis account as allegory, and I, I would say that everything falls apart when you begin to view Genesis. That if there's not a literal Adam, uh, there's not a literal Christ. That's the logical conclusion. That's the the very logic the Apostle Paul uses in Romans chapter five is. Uh, one in one man, Adam, we all sinned. In one man, the second Adam, Christ, the the many inherit yes. eternal life. Like he he, there's a there's a literal Christ, historical figure Christ, and there's a literal Adam. And, and Sean was careful to he made he, that point. Yeah, to make that point. They are historical beings who yeah who broke the law of God, and um, I don't know how you. And hold to the scriptures as true and not believe that that's yeah. the case. Um, as far as the age of the earth, I think we can disagree on that and still be yeah um, on the same page with on a little Adam. Yeah, just in the informal survey that just from talking to people on Sunday, there was probably about maybe fifty fifty of people I talked to that believe old Earth and young Earth, um, and people that serve in the same ministry together that. Or brothers and sisters in Christ that love each other. And yeah, we took that poll in the back. Agree to disagree. Here. Yeah, who who believes what, and it was split. I think you can agree to disagree on that because we all agreed that God created it, and God created a an actual historical Adam. Yeah, I do think one of the places that, and it's not just for this particular passage of scripture, but it can be any scripture. We get into analyzing what you know. Pastor John brought up Yom uh, being a literal mm-hmm. literal twenty four hour day. Is it a literal twenty four hour day here? And I've heard some people that tried to build cases off of just doing word studies, uh, isolated from context of scripture and isolated from authorial in, intent. Um, uh, and I, th- I think that that can be potentially dangerous to build a theology based on a word study. And, and so, yeah, and that's why there are people that uh, that believe in a six literal day creation. On other points of scripture, yeah. I would disagree with wholeheartedly because yep. they've taken something else out of context or out of the original intent of the author, and have made a doctrine on that. And I would say that they've made significant um, misinterpretations, and we would disagree um, on that part of it. So it's not necessarily that if you agree with, if you believe in a six little day trans, uh, creation, you believe in the same things all down the page. I think you need to be consistent in your interpretation of scripture as looking at what the author intended with the original the original uh, text yep for sure okay uh, last question 
in what ways could creation be considered a Trinitarian work? Could you briefly describe the role of the Trinity in creation? It's a great question. Um, so, I, I mean, some of it is 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 uh, Colossians one, what we just went over uh, that that uh, section of scripture there, uh, starting with verse fifteen on, clearly demonstrates that Christ was active in creation. John one, what you referenced, clearly demonstrates that Christ was active in creation, and so it's improper, unbiblical, heretical unorthodox all you know all of those qualifiers Bad. to believe that Jesus began at some point Jesus never began at some point he he is he is um uh the holy spirit you know that you get the spirit hovering, hovering over, over the, the waters. waters i mean you, you, let us create man in our image. Let us create man in our own image, wow. which I know some people have tried to say that that's the heavenly hosts. Um, that's kind of a, yeah. like a, he's in this court, God's in this court or whatnot. And I always thought ah, that seems like a stretch. Also, I don't understand what they're getting. I, I don't, let's create, let's create man in all. all yeah. Our, Whose image are you talking yeah, about? And so I've never, I've never been convinced of that. I've always been thoroughly convinced that it's a Trinitarian declaration there. Um, I think the Trinity is assumed in, yep. in Genesis one that that God and His three persons are present there yep. um, at the beginning of everything. And the Israelites uh, had an, an, a Trinitarian understanding of God. I mean, I, I think that that's evident all throughout the Old Testament that that there was this understanding there. Um, just even the way certain Hebrew words were interpreted and. You see the angel of the angel of the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, you see you see times where you see Christ kind of show up in places. You know the, the pre incarnate yeah. Christ show up in, in in different places throughout the Old Testament, and um, and certainly the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit didn't begin at Pentecost. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not proper for us to think that way uh, I mean, either. You see Acts that chapter. you see the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament as well. Yep, absolutely. So it's not a. Um, God was lonely. Yeah. Mentality yeah. Yep. Not at all. The, he created man. It was God wanted to show off his glory. Yep. Um, he already had community within himself. Yep. For sure. So, yeah. There you go. That's it. That didn't take as long as the first time. No, the other one was three hours long. Yeah. So we maybe just, that's that might have been, <laughs> I ran out of space on the, on the computer. <laughs> Maxed out the disc. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, we'll be back again next week, hopefully, with um, Pastor Sean back again. Um, as always, we would like you to submit your questions. If you have any from the sermon on Sunday, we uh, film these, record these on Tuesday afternoon, so you have some time to get them to us. And have a new email address to send them to. It's sermonquestions at gocoastal.org. That's legit. That's it. Now it's like official. official. Yeah. That's what happens when you have dozens of listeners. Yeah. Um, we're going to start selling ad time soon. <laughs> oh, thank you for joining us. Please uh, submit any questions that you have to that email address. So we'll do our best to work them into the podcast. Um, and thanks again.